Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Teacher's Lounge and like usual I'm joined by my fabulous wife and TA. Need another adjective there, really. I've already called you fabulous many times, haven't I? Yeah. Stupendous. It's called me that too. Um, Amazing, beautiful, intelligent. Wonderful, that's not very... Wonderful. Inspiring. Out- inspiring, outgoing wife. <laughs> and TA, teaching assistant, Lauren Webster. And you have no idea what we're talking about today. No, not really. We're actually going to be talking about back to school because... It's You're back. back to school. Yeah, well, you are next week. It's back to school yeah. time. We've had a fabulous summer holidays. Oh, it's been amazing. I might just spend the whole episode crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was in school today and did a little bit of uh, totting up and making sure everything is perfect, ready for Monday when the kids come back. Um, and yeah, it hasn't been a dread for me to go back. Obviously, I really enjoy my job and it's fine going back obviously sad that the holidays are over but you know i'm not going to cry about it or anything like that i might (laughs) (laughs) no we've had the best holiday and i like autumn autumn's my favorite month so yeah however picks me up to get into the next bit of the year yeah um before we get stuck in do you know we've I think I told you before, we've reached over 800 subscribers now on YouTube. It's amazing. So we're averaging about 100 subscribers a week. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, because when we were on holiday, we were on 500. (laughs) Yeah, more than five. Yeah, 500. Yeah. No, we were about five, six hundred. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we were. So um, we're doing absolutely fantastic. And yeah, it's just taken off. And I think I think I think I say this every episode. It is taken off. And, you know, we've had Twinkle involved. We've had the fabulous people at the um, Positive Teacher Company send us some goodies. Did I tell you this? I bought another planner from there today. No, you didn't tell me this. I did buy another planner from there. So um, you heard it here first. So not only the things they sent were amazing, um, I actually gave um, one of the planners to our new head teacher today. Did you? Yeah, because it it was a senior leadership um planner uh, yeah it's so really it had a lot of stuff you, in it? there about budgeting and uh learning walks and things like that so that's it butter up <laughs> that's exactly what <laughs> glenn said yeah buttering her up you know? <laughs> no well she i wouldn't be able to use it but um i put my massive wall calendar up straight away put that on instagram oh, that's brilliant i wanted that for her yeah that went straight up on instagram um and then i used the student planner and i was looking through there brilliant and i thought you know what I need to get the teacher's planner. I need to get one. So I went onto the website and um, I will say a lot of the designs are quite feminine. I, there was a nice slate design out of stock. A lot were out of stock. I think I looked out You're though. a bit late to get to the... Yeah, I was a bit late. <laughs> Unorganised. Yeah. But I, I was happy with my planner, but these planners are so much better. Um, so I, th- I found a design which I thought wasn't over the top feminine um it was quite neutral it was like some um some like heathers in the in the grass oh, and nice. yeah it, like, it looked okay so i thought i'd go for it it's it's the content i'm after anyway yeah that's could inside always, could always stick my face on top of it could always do um like a high school job and put my own front cover on it and cover it with the, the sticky plastic <laughs> yeah oh, those are the days yeah. I could never do it. My mum had to do it. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. But anyway, thank you everybody for your support. 
um, on YouTube, on the podcast streaming services, Facebook, Instagram. Um, Instagram's probably the best place to um, check us out if you're not already watching us on YouTube and things like that, where we do put some other posts on um, throughout the week. So we'll put um, the Instagram account on right now. But yeah, back to school. I don't mind. I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to my new class. However, for some teachers, it is a massive cause of anxiety. And in the last segment, if you watched the last episode, we did a new segment where we took some advice. Well, we gave advice. People sent in. Their Not sure how good our advice was, but we tried our best. We gave it a good shot. And again, we've... Um, Couldn't have been that bad if others have sent more in. No, but we've got some um, some more problems that we need to solve. And it's about going back to school after the summer holidays. So uh, we'll see what you make of it. But um, yeah, good to be back. And um, it'll be a new challenge for us to keep doing this podcast amongst things during the school time. But it'll be nice because we can talk about current things that's and going on. stories that happen, we can write them down and remember. Because I found it really hard to remember yeah. funny stories on the spot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially because yeah. like 11 years worth of being a teaching assistant at a number of different schools and educational settings I probably had millions of funny stories to tell but because I couldn't it's been so long it's yeah. really tricky to remember them and that's the thing I think a lot of people assume that all our stories come from our current employer at the moment yeah no exactly and yeah we've worked at many other schools yeah if you think about placements before we were even qualified yeah. as well as other jobs my first, my first teaching, my teaching assistant job was at a, a completely different school, with a different, a completely different background to children. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Might edit that one out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, going back to school. How do you find it going back to school? I mean, you've got another week before you go back. Um, it's always. Um, no, no one no one really wants to go back. It would be great if you could get paid and sit enjoying your summer holidays all the time. If you're but a millionaire. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy going back. I think it depends where I'm going back. If I'm going back to a new class, I do have a bit of anxiety about it. Like I'm going to be in a different, completely different year group, which I've never been in when I go back now. Um. But I feel better because I know the teacher well and he's brilliant. So I'm quite happy. But yeah, just little anxiety about the age group I'm going to be in, getting into the classroom routine. When you're in a new class with a new, new colleagues and new children, you always worry what it's going to be like and if you can get into the routine, if you're going to get on with the people, especially when... It's a different. If it's it's different, and um, no one no one likes. Oh, I don't like change very much, but change is good. Yeah, yeah. It is good. I am looking forward to it, but there's always that little bit of worry that you get when you're going through some sort of change in your life. Yeah, definitely. Before we get on to the advice um, about going back to school, and we read out some of the um, worries that some of our listeners and viewers have sent us i'm going to ask you a very controversial question then oh dear <laughs> is six weeks too long 
the summer holidays or I'll rephrase that and put it another way are the summer holidays too long no (laughs) (laughs) they're not long enough (laughs) no I think six weeks is good because the first two weeks you, you you're just easing yourself into it and then you get get a chance to and start enjoying it then yeah and like when you have one week you cram so much into that one week you don't actually switch off and have a break two weeks you're just about switching off so with the six weeks you completely switched off you've had some time to yourself time to your family time to sort your life out i found what i do in the the summer holidays is sort my house out i have tidied sorted got rid of all of the rubbish in our house yeah and, and it's about recharging isn't yeah it? and i just feel refreshed and ready to go back to school now mm. i need my routine yeah and i agree i think it's fine as it is and what loads of people don't realize and i've been very lucky this year because i've stayed in the same classroom but in previous years and this year colleagues that we work with they've had to come in over the summer holidays to prep their room to sort everything out get resources that takes a long time well, to move complete classes exactly sometimes. so i would say from what i know from the amount of days that some of our colleagues have been in they've easily used up a week just sorting that out yeah hi Moo. the dog's joined us hello darling Okay. So um, that's one week gone straight away. However, I follow a lot of teachers. Well, the Teachers Lounge on Instagram follows a lot of other teachers. And I was gobsmacked the amount of teachers that weren't moving classrooms. They're so dedicated that they were in what? They, they easily dedicated another week. They were rebacking walls, um, making their own displays. Um, and of course, they're doing it on their own because they're coming in during the holidays so it takes a lot longer than it would and you can't always do it during term time especially if you're short it's very difficult to do it on your own (laughs) (laughs) so um i think most teachers spend one day or a couple of days even if they're not moving classrooms or changing anything just pottering getting stuff right you've always got stuff to do backing boards deciding what displays are going to go where yeah definitely yeah so anyway let's have a look at some dilemmas that we have (laughs) dogs decided to go again so these have all been sent in to the teacher's lounge um some are quite sad you know um so let's try and give the best advice we can i hope you end on a happy one though i'm I'm just just going through to tell one of our jokes yeah um some the majority are to do with going back to school but there are some others that we could give some advice on okay let's start with we've got some from tas and we've got some from teachers right here we go anonymous hi i'm starting as a year three teacher i'm going to school tomorrow to start setting up exactly what we're talking about very anxious and I feel unprepared, even though I know I've done a lot. Any tips and advice for the first week back and the year ahead? Um, 
Okay, I'll jump in. Yeah, I was going to say. My favourite motto... Um, <laughs> I've got a lot. But my favourite um, motto and phrase that I say a lot um, is failing to plan is planning to fail. I say that a lot and it is so true. So this person has put here, even though I know I've done a lot. So I would just say, if you know you've put the work in and you've done a lot of planning, you'll be fine. You'd be absolutely fine. Because if something does pop up that could stress you out, you should be prepared for it. So I think as long as you know that you've done all you can do, that's all you can do. There's no point worrying about other unknown factors that may pop up. They would pop up anyway. Definitely, yeah. And it, the first week is, is getting to know the children, really. Getting them into a routine, get yourself into a routine. Um, I'm sure you'll have other colleagues that will help you out if you're a bit stuck on the routine or anything that you need to do in the first week. But usually, first week back is settling in, getting to know your children. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. You'll smash it. Yeah, yeah. It's just sometimes when you're ill and you have you know just one day off you, you do get anxiety going back oh, you feel yeah, like you've you missed do. something yeah. but just think everyone will be in the same boat right oh we have one from rachel here um hi everyone i'm currently a year two ta oh this is say this is like you i'm currently a year two ta and i'm leaping up to year six in september as oh, well, I'm I'm reception. I was reception yeah. to five six, so I'm like an even bigger jump. As excited as I am, oh, as excited as I am for the challenges, I'm feeling a little nervous about things that come with older children. Wondering if anyone has had um, any hints, tips, or hacks, please. So this is happening to you, isn't it? You're going up to year six, five and six. Yeah, and I'm really used to the little ones. Yeah. I mean, what I will say because. I was oh, hi, I was a um, year one and two teacher and I've now moved up to year three and four so I've been there a while now. I would say um, the independence factor is great isn't it? Yeah. Really really good because they are so much more independent. Um, I think the only thing you're going to have to adapt to is the standard of work. Um, so and the attitude i imagine year five six uh big fish in no little fish in no yeah big, big fish in a little pond yeah and they're getting more ready to leave to go to high school so you may get a little bit more you know a bit more attitude cheekiness possibly yeah, pushing their luck a little bit maybe i mean um, but other than that they're, they're i think good, just just they? treat them as don't treat them as young children like reception treat them as young adults Speak to them with respect, and I, I would hope that they would give you the respect back. Yeah, I think that's true, because if you start being a bit condescending to them, you they, they don't respect you, yeah, do they? no. I think you're like, right. Be, th be their friend, but know where the line is, know that not to draw that line. Well, yeah, be their teacher first like, and their friend second, yeah. and don't be don't be scared to, you know, put them yeah. in their place if needs be, and you know. But then we were all the teenage rules. once. We know we know that yeah. that sort of age is is quite tricky. All the emotions and the hormones mm. and things like that. So they need they need someone to pro support be approachable them. to support yeah, them. It's a hard time. They yeah they 
there's going to be a lot of emotions they're not understanding that they're going to need somebody to be there for them yeah so it's it's knowing that you've got to be that support but at the same time you need to be that guider the one that does need to discipline them if they need discipline yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna be getting a balance isn't it okay we've got another anonymous um here i've worked as a teaching assistant for almost eight years and this year will be my fourth in reception i love it however when i go back my role will be to support a one-to-one who has diabetes which you have also done this is good for you yeah the whole of the reception team will have had training on the first day back and the person who was supporting the child in nursery will be there with us for a month before going on maternity leave to help us still i'm absolutely terrified and would rather not have that kind of responsibility as i do not feel confident i'm sure there will be someone in the school who would feel competent and confident for the role i just don't i suppose my question is does anyone know whether I can refuse or will I just have to do it? Now you you've I think you you could refuse, however, being a TA you need to be flexible. Um it is a big responsibility, but it's more daunting because you don't know. Once you've done it for so long, it's like second nature. And and every child with diabetes is different. So once you know the child you're working with, you'll know all the signs. Yeah, I would say give and it I, a go. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed working with the child I worked with that had diabetes. It, I, I absolutely loved being there with her through, yeah. through the whole of her journey. It's um, it's it's hard at times and. You do feel an awful lot of pressure on times, but if you have, if as I did it as myself and one of a colleague that worked with this child, which I found hard because we were both relying on each other and there was no one else to beck and call on. Well, like I was going to say, th- this person has said that they're going to have that support there for the first yeah. month before they go on maternity. So, I, my advice would be let your head teacher or senior staff know how you're feeling. But say, look, I'm willing to try and use that time where you have that experienced colleague wisely. Um, Don't let them do everything. While you have that experienced colleague there, say to them, um, okay, let me have a go and try and do this independently. Only help me if I really need it. And then if if you are, if you do make a mistake or, or are about to make a mistake, they can then jump in while you have them there and if during the time when she is there to help you you're still out of your depth then you need to say then to your senior staff um or management look i've i've given it a really good go with somebody here and i still you know can't do it. i don't feel confident yeah 100 percent. and if they're if they're all being trained in that class that's a really good support system you're all in it together you're all learning together you can all support each other I think give it a go, see how you feel, and you might love it. <laughs>